All right. Uh, I mentioned before that I read a piece of, that talked about a, a difficult part of retirement for people. And of course, we all think the difficult part of retirement is going to be retiring and not going into work anymore, not seeing the colleagues, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a different problem. A surprisingly hard part of retirement, spending what you have worked so hard to save. David John is a senior strategic policy advisor at AARP, Public Policy Institute, and joins us on the program. Hi, David. Hi. Thanks for having me. So this is an interesting uh, issue because you're, I can understand it. A lot of people spend all their working years plotting for their retirement. We're going to save this. We're going to save this. I'm going to take this piece of my paycheck, put it in the bank. We're not touching it. That's the rainy day fund. Then comes age 65, 70, whenever they, they retire. Okay, we're retired now. And the mindset that's been developed for the last 50 years suddenly has to shift to spender from saver. That can be tough, right? Very, very tough. And people, it, it can be physically hard to look at your balance, this money that you've accumulated for years and years, and start to see it go down. And people look at this, and then they'll start to think about, oh, my gosh, something terrible is going to happen sometime in the future. This is all I've got. I've got to keep this safe. I, I've got. I can't spend it, uh, et cetera. And as a result, we see a tremendous number of people who end up uh, with much of their retirement uh, savings still there at the end of their life. In fact, some of them. This was really made me blink. Some of them go out and get part-time jobs so that they can keep having the income coming in when they actually have enough money that they don't need to work, which is kind of the whole point of retiring, right? <laughs> exactly, yes. And, and now a lot of people go back to work for the reasons that you mentioned before, uh, the social uh, a sense of worth, things along that line. But financially, uh, there are a significant number of people who are working who really don't need to be. And mm. uh, they're not using the money for uh, what it was intended to do and what they spent so much time and effort to accumulate. So does AARP or other organizations, did they have like counseling or people you can call to say, yes, it is okay to actually cash a check. <laughs> you can go <laughs> spend some money. It's not going to hurt you. You're going to be okay. We've got a bunch of things on our website that help people to prepare for retirement and how much they can spend and things like that. But the best thing that a person can do is to talk to a professional who will give them some ideas, look at what their risk tolerance is, uh, what their expenses are, and things along that line. Mm. David, I would imagine if you retire and you really don't have any bona fide hobbies, uh, that could be a problem. Uh, because yes. it's when you work, you develop a routine. When you retire, that routine is gone. So now what do you do? And the follow-up to that, are there a lot of folks who retire that suffer from mental anguish because of that retirement and lack of things to do? Yes, absolutely. There are a significant number of people who end up sitting there watching TV or doing something along that line. And realistically speaking, uh, most of them are not very happy. Having a purpose in your life, whether that's volunteering, like say at your popcorn uh, place or something like that, or uh, having a hobby or doing something else gives a person a, a feeling that they belong, that they still have a reason to be here. And that prolongs life, frankly. And I wonder if 
as you're talking, I wonder if saving versus spending is kind of tied into that. Because when you're saving, it gives you the sense that you're planning for the future. When you're yes. spending, it gives you the sense that you've kind of given up on the future right. and you're living in the present. Yes. Because, yeah, do it now. And I wonder if that doesn't make people feel older in some ways. I think that there is definitely something to that, yes. I mean, when it comes down to it, you can continue to see your savings grow if you're careful with your money and you invest it properly. And that doesn't mean necessarily the great stock tip you saw on the Internet or something along that line. But, um, yes, I, the, the key thing in life, I think, when you start to reach retirement is to have a sense of purpose, to, to sense that you mean something and that you're doing something to make life or the world better. Yeah, but on the on the spending issue, which was what caught my eye, because, of course, what you're talking about is, is a huge socialization thing and personality yeah. thing, and we could talk about that for a long time. But on sure. the spending thing, I, I think you're right. People should go and, and meet with professionals who can say to them, look, if you spend, you know, I'm just picking numbers, you spend $70,000 a year for, and you live for another 30 years, you're going to be okay, you know, if, if that's what yeah. they are. You, they need to hear that because if they're so unused to spending that kind of money without it coming, being replenished, without the, 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 the chocolate fondue fountain, you know, getting more chocolate coming in, <laughs> they, they are not going to be, no matter what, it's like, no, I can't spend, I can't spend. And I would imagine right now, like those people who are retiring now or over the last year or so, they got used to this long bull market if they had their money in the stock market in any way, their IRAs, whatever it might be. It was you know, about 11 or 12 years where it was just always going up, 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 up. You didn't have to do anything. Now it's gone backwards. And you know the tendency is to think, well, if it's dropped 20% this year, it's going to drop 20% next year, 20% next year, and in five years I won't have any money. And so exactly. that makes people really scared to spend. Yeah, and add inflation on that also because uh, you know what I have today may not be enough uh, tomorrow if prices go up. But yeah. you know, the first thing to do is actually to start to budget because if you go to speak to a professional, the first thing they're going to ask you is, what are your expenses? And an awful lot of people find that conversation with their partner or their spouse or whatever very uncomfortable. That's the first step. And the second step is to just write down what you're spending. Uh, it, it's fairly simple to do, and then you might you might be surprised to find out that uh, you actually can live on less than uh, you expected. Yeah. If, as Woody Allen said in the movie, you live like Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> yeah. so, um, David, thank you for coming on with us, and I uh, appreciate the uh, information. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, David John with AARP. Yeah, there's uh, a, <laughs> yeah. and I think it's Annie Hall. He gets... Uh, he gets fired from a show, <laughs> yeah. and he says, uh, I don't know my accountants. They, you know, they, they, they have a language all their own. You know, I'm not liquid. I don't know. I'm not liquid. Something's not liquid. Something's not flowing. I'm not flowing. I'm not liquid. <laughs> they, 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 they said I have, I have enough to live on for a year if, 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 if I live like Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> That's a great line. A little bit of bread and water, you'll be fine. It's 760 WJR.